0: Hey, it's Jason Rogers here, and just finished up a really long day here, but I wanted to shoot this video for you because I know this can help you. How to fundraise equity. Now, there's a bunch of ways to fundraise equity. First, let's talk about what equity is, and for many of you, you obviously know, but I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Equity is essentially the down payment that you're going to use to buy a business or to buy a piece of real estate or land, right? equity is again that down payment same thing as if you buy a home right you have the 25 percent down payment right you put 250k down and then you get a mortgage for the 750k right to buy the million dollar home well it's the same damn thing when you're buying a business it's the same thing when you're buying a commercial piece of real estate right you need in most cases an equity infusion a down payment to be able to get a deal financed through a traditional bank You've perhaps seen and heard that to use the SBA program, usually you can get an SBA loan with a 10% equity infusion, which means if you want to buy a $10 million business, you need to put a $1 million down payment to secure that loan. Now, there are ways to get around this. For example, you can use an equity infusion from a seller finance note. A seller finance note can in some cases with the SBA and in some cases with very liberal banks, when you have a stunning deal, the seller finance note can be the equity infusion. Usually, if you're going to use the seller finance note as the equity infusion, however, you're either going to need to, well, first of all, you're going to have to have an incredible DSCR, an incredible debt service coverage ratio, which means your deal is just kicking off cash like crazy after you pay off all your debts. So that's for one, right? And it has to be a hot deal in a hot sector with a great leadership team. Those things are pretty much givens and i talk about that stuff a lot in other videos here i make on the channel but as far as the seller finance counting as equity what's normally going to have to happen is either in the the most conservative of cases the seller will have to say i won't receive any of my repayment for my seller finance note until the first position bank note gets paid off in full so this basically means if you're going to buy a 10 million dollar business and you procure an $8 million loan and a $2 million seller finance note, you first need to pay off that $8 million bank note in full before you start making off making any payments whatsoever to the seller for that ser- seller carry-back note, right? So you pay off the bank note in full and then you pay off the seller note. That's the easiest way to get seller financed to count as equity because again, what that really does for the bank, that first position bank lender, is it lets him or her in the bank in full know that, hey, this individual that just bought this business is only focused on paying off my loan and he's gonna pay off that loan in full and then once the, we're gotten out of the deal in full, then he can focus on paying off the seller finance note, right? That said, the slightly more risky way to structure the deal on from the perspective of the bank is to have it where you're paying off the interest only on the seller finance note, but then you're of course paying down the principal and the interest for the first position position bank note. So again, you can use seller finance as equity, though that is going to be more difficult then just obviously putting down real cold, hard cash. That's what the bank would prefer. They would really prefer it if it's your cold, hard cash, right? Because then there's that skin in the game element. But especially if you go through the SBA, which is basically government financing, the small business loan uh, program, right? If you go through the SBA, a 10% equity kicker in many cases can get you in the deal. So the question becomes, how do you find that 10%? Well, of course, if you have the net worth, you have the liquid cash, then you can deploy that, right? You can, in some cases, use equity from your home if you own a home and and have equity in the home you can potentially you're gonna have to talk to the bank right but there's the chance to potentially use the equity in your home as you you basically pledge the equity in your home and that means you can't loan against the equity of your home in another deal right so it basically uh, solidifies the equity in your home you're saying hey the equity i have in my home i'm using that as the down payment essentially for this loan which means i can't loan against my equity of my home in another deal Right? so that's a possibility but assuming you don't have a home assuming you're broke or close to it and you don't have any real funds to put as a down payment how do you get the equity one of the best ways i know of in this work steal this use this deploy this is go to all your friends and family and what you want to do is say hey i have this deal right perhaps your friends and family will obviously know that you've been working on a deal right so i have hey bob hey timmy hey uncle joe hey hey mom hey dad hey grandma whoever hey i have this deal and I want to practice my pitch because I'm gonna be looking for investors. I wanna practice my pitch, tell me what you think. Practice your pitch to grandma, to grandpa, to mom, to dad, to uncle Steve, to uh, aunt Marcy, whoever. Practice your pitch with them. And what happens here is either A, you're gonna get feedback and or b you may pitch all your family members just as a practice you're saying hey look i'm gonna go to the marketplace and look for investors but i want to practice first here there's a chance that you practice with your uncle tim or your your aunt marcy and at the end she says whoa tell me more about that deal and then ultimately you find your investors before you even have to go to the marketplace at large right so that is a reality of the situation and if you aren't able to find the investment from a a friend or a family or somebody in your circle then you've tightened up your pitch for when you do go to the marketplace at large so let's assume that you you practice your pitch with all your friends and all your family and and, you know anyone in your local kind of social circle and and they gave you tips and pointers but nobody really said oh wow that sounds awesome I'm i'm super excited you know let me get into the deal let's say you did not find the equity there Now I would use a couple of different vehicles for finding equity. Uh, A couple of places you can look for investors. First, LinkedIn. I talk about LinkedIn all the time because it works. Go to LinkedIn, you can type in real estate investors, angel investors, venture capitalists, you can look for private equity firms, you can look for syndicators, right? So of course, depending on your deal and the size of your deal and the nature of, of you and your deal and your ambitions, that's gonna depend somewhat on what kind of an investor you're gonna wanna look for, but those are a bunch of different keywords you could put into the LinkedIn recruiter package to search for investors. Use that, abuse that, get after that. Send a thousand messages out. Hey, I have an extremely hot deal. You know, we're going to be offering investors a sixty forty uh, preferred rate, of, you know, a sixty forty split with an eight percent preferred rate return right? And and this is why the deal is so hot. And blah, blah 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 blah. You know, you can sell them right away through the LinkedIn message, or you can romance them a little bit. Hey, they're curious. Are you looking for investment opportunities? And then for everybody that says yes, I'm open to it, then you can send them your deal, right? But I would use LinkedIn. I would also look. Think of the five to 15 most successful people in your network. And first of all, I would practice my pitch to those those individuals, see if they aren't interested in in investing. And if they're not, say, hey, do you happen to know five or 10 people in your network that might be interested in this kind of a deal? So basically, reach out to all your, your wealthy, successful people in your network Pitch the deal to them. Practice under the, under the hey, let me practice my pitch if you don't mind. Okay, great. Everyone's going to say yes. And by the way, that's the smoothest way to open up an opportunity to pitch your deal. Say you're sitting in first class on an airplane and there's a rich, potentially rich guy next to you. You know, you start talking to him and yeah, you know, the food's good, this, that, and the other. Yeah, you know, I'm from New York, I'm from T1, I'm from Timbuktu, whatever. You know, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, what are you up to, young man? Yeah, I'm actually starting this investment group and we're making acquisitions in the the hospice industry. Oh, wow, that's super interesting. Yeah, you know, in fact, we're actually looking to fundraise our deal right now. Would you mind if I practice my pitch real quick? That's the smoothest way to introduce the opportunity to pitch your deal. It's a lot smoother than, or, or hey, would you mind giving me feedback on my pitch? It's a lot smoother than, hey, do you want to invest in my deal? Here, let me tell you about it. Right, that puts people on the defensive right away, whereas when you use that smoother intro of, hey, you know, I have this really exciting deal that I'm working on, would you mind if, would you mind giving me pointers on my pitch and let me know what you think? And then you can pitch your deal, And if you pitch it well enough, usually what's gonna happen when you pitch your deal really well is you're not gonna have to make a lot of pitches before people are saying, damn, that sounds like a hot deal. You know, I don't have all the capital, but you know, I know somebody who does, right? If you're not getting that kind of feedback when you're pitching your deal, it means your pitch isn't tight enough, right? So we're gonna talk more about where to find investors, but I also wanna talk to you what to really get in your pitch, right? Talk about how hot the sector is that your deal's in. Talk about the deal itself and why the deal itself is so hot. Talk about your leadership team that you've hopefully built and why your team is so strong. And when you have those three elements together, the sector, the deal, and leadership team, and all three of those are sold together in a package, if you will, that's really gonna get you a lot of interest if you're, again, able to really hit each of those three main categories with a lot of persuasive power. You want a combination of anecdotes and stories and research and, you know, the key financials and the key metrics. You want to mix the, the logos, the ethos, the pathos, right? Logos is logic ethos is how is this deal going to change the world or how are you going to be a part of something inspiring and positive and pathos is simply passion and enthusiasm when I'm talking to you right now right so mix all three of those things into your pitch and make sure you talk about the sector why it's so hot the deal why it's so hot and your leadership team why your leadership team is so impressive you mix those three things together and you really hit all the strong points for each of those three categories bang you're going to really rock and roll so okay you've worked through your social circle and your friends and your family and the guy you're sitting to next on the airplane and, and you've reached out to all the rich people that you know and, and even now you're tapping into their networks if you haven't found interested in investors at this point it's probably time to go back to the drawing board before you keep reaching out to the marketplace because if you haven't gotten a lot of interest or at least considerable interest for your deal already then again it's probably a, a you pitching the deal wrong thing it shouldn't take you a million uh, pitches to get some interest for your for your deal and again It won't always be one of those where, oh, I have the money here, let me write you a $100,000 check, but it should be, wow, that sounds really interesting, or wow, you know I'm not quite the person to invest in this. I wish I had more capital that was freed up right now that I could invest in this deal, but I know somebody that could, right? Or man, I wish I could invest in this deal. I just don't have enough money. If you're not hearing those types of things, again, it's probably your pitch that's not really working out. But again, you can use LinkedIn. You can go to places where wealthy people tend to spend time. I'm thinking country clubs. I'm thinking five-star hotels. I'm thinking, Uh, Social, high end social clubs and social groups. I'm thinking, you know, high end restaurants and bars. And and again, these types of of bougie places that I'm sure you have in your local area, spend time there. You know, you might want to go get a drink there or even just drink uh, tonic water, you know, and and you can not even, hell, just drink regular water and don't even have a bill if, if money's tight. But you need to be putting yourself in those types of environments. Likewise, if you've built a board of directors, like I tell you how to do here on the channel, then you can reach out to your board. Hey, look, Mr. Board member, I'm not looking for your capital, but first let me practice my pitch. Tell me what you think, right? So pitch all your board members as well. Not like you're pitching pitching them, but practicing. And by the way, when you're practicing a pitch, if the pitch is good enough and if they are in a position to invest, you are pitching, okay? So just because it's a practice doesn't mean it's really a practice in reality. So again, the practice is kind of a way to lower the tension and keep people's guards down so that you can really have them be open to what you're saying and then oftentimes again if they have capital wow do you know what now that I really think about it this deal sounds fantastic bang let's roll right or do you know what that sounds incredible I know somebody who would love a deal like that I was just talking to him over lunch last week he was saying how much he was looking for a deal like this let me put you in contact right so your board members you know golf clubs country clubs high-end restaurants high-end bars high-end hotels you know you go to those types of places get a free you know get a coffee get a free water get a get a drink whatever engage the people around you use the same kind of opener of, hey, you know, when you start to talk to him, I'm from New York, I'm from Timbuktu, yeah, 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 I like playing golf, I like playing rugby, you know, my favorite show is this, my favorite show is that, What what kind of business are you into? And you go back and forth and yeah, I'm in this kind of business, and yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, we're actually fundraising our deal right now, do you know what, would you mind real quick if I practice my pitch? That's how you warm them up, right? That's how you take somebody who's cold that you've never met before and turn them into somebody who's now listening to your pitch as a side note, but again, LinkedIn, all the high-end places we talked about, your board, your friends, your family, and on top of that, you can even go on websites. There's all these websites that basically have investors that are looking to get pitched. They're looking to get pitched. I, I forget the names of them right now because we personally don't really use them, but I, I like something like Angels List or if you type in investor, uh, you know, investors looking for deals, like. I'm sure it's on the first page of Google. I know it is because I've actually seen them at some point in the past. It's just, it's not top of my mind right now, but there's so many individuals looking for a hot deal. And the last thing I want to talk to you about before we wrap this video is what should you offer investors? Well, talk to your board of directors, talk to your leadership team about this, okay? Because every deal is different. Every sector is different. But ideally, if you can offer an investor an 8% rate of return or better, that will get their interest. Because if you put your money in a bank, you're going to get basically no return. If you put your money in an annuity or most of these really safe, uh types of investments you're gonna get two or three or four percent so an eight percent rate of return is pretty interesting and then if you want to give them 20 percent of the excess free cash flow and 20 percent of the appreciation value when we sell the business or even 50 50 if you really want to be aggressive now you make things super interesting or like i talked about earlier you could even do a 60 40 pro investor split which means hey i'm going to give you eight, the first eight percent of income after we pay off all our business expenses in the mortgage that first eight percent of cash flow after the fact you're going to get and everything above that you're going to get 60 percent of i'm going to get 40 percent of that's a very pro investor split and that will get people's attention all day long so if you need the money bad enough you can really sweeten the pot and for your first ever deal you probably do want to make the deal pretty sweet for the investor because it is a bit more of a risk even if you know your deal is so hot so sweet so incredible your leadership team is the best you have the best sector on the planet for an investor if you've never done a deal before they are taking somewhat of a risk on you so you may have to sweeten the pot a little bit but again if you And this is something I talk about all the time on my channel, which is why I say again, because if you talk to enough investors, then you should have investors competing to get into your deal and then you can get more competitive with your terms, right? So this is why you want to reach out to every single person you can think of on LinkedIn. This is why you want to tell every single friend, family, and, and person in your network that you freaking know about, about your deal. This is why you want to practice your pitch to all the board members. This is why you want to be talking about your deal when you're on an airplane or in a coffee shop or here there or everywhere don't be slimy and sleazy about it but again hey how you doing how's the weather you know blah, blah 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 this that and the other yeah you know what kind of business are you in i'm in this oh i'm in that hey by the way you know again how we talked about introducing your deal it's not just hey nice to meet you you know let me pitch my deal that puts people on the defensive right so you, you really do want to kind of warm people up to the idea but if you're pitching your deal a lot and you're sharing it on social media talk to your lawyer about making sure you do a secure you don't you don't get funky with securities law because there are this is and this is a big point I think it's a 503c versus a 503b and i'm not a lawyer so definitely check but i think a 503c is where you're allowed to broadcast your deal to the marketplace at large whereas a 503b you cannot talk to your lawyer talk to your lawyers talk to your your legal advisors because you want to make sure that you're marketing your deal in a legal way you don't want to get in trouble but again as long as you set up your fund or your fundraising process in a way that allows you to bro- you know, just broadcast your deal at large, then do so and get the law of large numbers on your side where you have all this interest, interest over here, interest here, interest here, interest everywhere coming at you. Everyone's looking to get in on your deal and then you can really negotiate from a place of strength and that is what you really want. Hey, it's Jason Rogers. Thank you so much for watching the video. Be sure to subscribe, thumbs up the video and for more, go to jasonpaulrogers.com.